on digital radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Facebook. The Sportscast. Expect the unexpected. The update presented by The Sportscast. Welcome to the Sportscast, February 2nd, 2024. If you haven't yet, please subscribe in all our channels, YouTube, Twitch, X, and Apple Podcast. You can also listen to us on your smart speaker. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave a rating and a review. It will help us out tremendously. We're also on online radio. Visit our website, thesportscast.net, and also you can... Follow us on X at the Sportscast One and check out our app, the Sportscast for iOS. Today, we have a special podcast. A f- former NFL player, Brandon King, he used to play for the Colts, undrafted uh, free agent. And then he mm-hmm. played for, um, in, in college, he played for Purdue. And mm-hmm. he was also a member of the Miami Dolphins, Jacksonville Jaguars. And the Detroit Lions, Brandon King, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Santiago, man. It's a pleasure. Um, again, appreciate you having me on, man. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you. So Brandon and I met through a a chat group on Telegram. We are part of this group in Miami called ChatGPT Tuesdays where we yep. actually meet every Tuesday to talk about ChatGPT, any projects, any, um, actually, uh, there are times where people uh, bid or they present their company, their startups to potential investors. Sometimes uh, there's investors in the meeting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into that, Brandon, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man, I'm a uh, Warner Robins, Georgia native, um, born and raised down there. Um, uh, come from a, a a big family, man, family full of athletes. Um, uh, was fortunate enough, uh, in high school to be, uh, uh, an overachiever <laughs> and, uh, went on to, uh, be an all-state player, uh, ranked nationally and ended up signing a, a you know, division one scholarship to play football at Purdue. And so it kind of, Got you know, helped me uh, get on course to treat my dream of being an NFL player. Um, ended up playing five years. Uh, ended up leaving as a, I think a two-time All Big Ten corner, right? Um, thought we would get drafted, man. Uh, d- did not happen, and so I had to fight my way onto a to a roster back in 2010. Uh, and obviously, you know, not being you know not not being drafted has its has its uh, perks, I guess. I was able to choose a team that that um, that uh, really, you know, really expressed interest, and it was a good situation for me, right? And so, uh, had a really dope agent coming out of college by the name of Brent Tesler. I think he's uh, he's still he's still an agent. I think I think Raheem, uh, the current running back, is still an agent, uh, still a client of his. Shout out to Brent. Uh, and man, worked worked my tail off and was able to make that roster. Um, cracked fifty three back in two thousand ten. Uh, and then, you know, went on to have a decent career. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a, a crazy one by any stretch of imagination, but ended up playing four years, man. And 
Uh, you know, uh, he, he kind of ran into the injury boat just a little bit, uh, but learned a lot, man. Had, had a really good time doing it, you know, jump around from a few teams. Uh, obviously, Indy, like like you were saying, uh, where I spent the majority of my time on active roster. Then I played with, uh, had a stint with uh, the Miami Dolphins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, lastly, the Detroit Lions. Uh, that, that was actually my, my last one. So, you know, man, had, had a decent career, had, had, had fun. I made some money, learned a lot, made a lot of lifelong connections of, you know, of people I still talk to today. And, and uh, towards the end of my career, man, um, uh, started investing in tech and, and uh, the rest has been kind of, kind of history since I, since I did that, man. So it's just a little information, uh, a little, little quick update, you know, bio about me and, and uh, obviously I'll be, I'll be sharing more as we get into the, to the conversation throughout, throughout the, uh, the stream. Yeah. So, before we get into the nitty gritty stuff of the uh, technology and AI, which we'll give you a little tease there. Um, uh-huh. Being undrafted, I know that I've um, interviewed players that want to enter the uh, the NFL draft. I I, um, I, I actually, uh, a couple years ago, I interviewed uh, a few players and they were trying to promote themselves on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? Hey, you know, uh, get me in the draft or draft me or maybe hind me on or something um mm-hmm. like how much i mean how much of a challenge is that if you're not in that top eight round or you know yeah nfl drafting is that like yes it's possible but you gotta work your butt off i mean bro it's possible but it's hard man <laughs> like anything's not honestly possible but you gotta have determination man and a lot of a lot of times you know guys in this you know i'd say you know, guys in the fifth, sixth, seventh round are just like most of the what you call preferred free agents. So you definitely want to be a preferred free agent. Um, you know, and usually preferred free agents are guys that probably could have been drafted, but for whatever reason, they you know they just weren't. You know, the trigger wasn't pulled on them. So uh, I was a preferred one. So so I you know they you know the the you know Bill Pauline brought me into Indianapolis, uh, and I was you know looked at just like any you know most of the late round picks were, were right, and so that actually helped, man. And so you know like kind of you know. Picking where you go, being undrafted, like I was saying, it has its perks. I was able to pick a place where I knew they were kind of thin at corner, right, thin at DB. So you got to kind of pay attention, opposed to you know getting drafted into a situation where they might be loaded or or whatever the situation is. Um, but you definitely have to have your head on straight, man, and just be willing to work. Uh, that's all it was, you know. The the margin for error is small, uh, being that they don't have any type of financial commitment to you. So you got to be on your on your on your um, on your toes, man, and just and just make plays at the end of the day. Like that—that's all I did. Make plays every, you know, every whether it be teams, defense, whatever I was asked to do, I did it. And so that that oftentimes helps uh, guys uh, make active rosters. And while in college, uh, were you been told by scouts, "Hey, Brandon, you might get drafted in this round, or it might not"? Like, were you kind of like informed all the way, or you had to like play some guessing games throughout the whole process? Uh... I mean, I definitely was told I was under the radar, I think, probably around my junior year. But then I went out and had a really, really good senior year. I had a bunch of interceptions, made a bunch of plays. And so I, I knew we were, you know, teams were telling me fourth through seventh. So uh, I was told that. So I was, I was expecting some teams to pull a trigger probably around the uh, fifth or sixth. Did not expect to go undrafted, right? And so teams are definitely not saying you won't be drafted. And then, you know, yeah, and, and then you you have a pretty good grip uh, or, or uh, not, not grip, but you're, you're kind of aware of the, of the teams that like you, right? They kind of, you know, they kind of express that. And obviously teams that bring you in for a visit, you know, that, that obviously is significant. So I had a few of those. 
Um, and so, but it, it, it didn't end up being who I thought was going to bring me in at all. I thought, I thought I would be a Cincinnati Bengal and that, you know, cause they were the ones called about the fourth, fifth round, but they, they never ended up pulling the trigger. And so uh, ended up, you know, end up in Indianapolis. I, I think that would have been the last place that I expected to play pro ball. I think I, I, I hated Indy uh, growing up. Uh, and, and then I was right, right there up the street, 45 minutes from them uh, in West Lafayette, Indiana. So um, uh, you can, you kind of don't know, man, it's kind of, uh, uh, it's a journey for sure, and one that you just have to be willing to ride out. Four teams who play for Indianapolis, Miami, Detroit, and of course uh, the Jaguars. Which organization did you enjoy the most playing for? If you don't, yeah, mind definitely that. Indy, definitely Indy. Uh, so there, you know, every organization is different, man. They all have their their strengths, and and you know, everything really starts with the top from the the owner down, right? And so, yeah, I, you know, I would. Um, you know, when it comes to Jim Irsay, you know, you know, he personally may be a little bit different, but how he he's outspoken, isn't he? Yeah, he's really outspoken, but he's a great owner, though. Like he didn't, it, it, they're, they're, he's really kind of out of the way. He's not, you know, he's not like some of his other owners, and he kind of, he, he does a really good job job of hiring the best football people possible. Um, and I, and I, and for me, um, you know, being a rookie, I think I think my rookie year was the year after Indy went to the Super Bowl and lost when Tracy Porter picked picked it off for for the Saints. And so, you know, I, you know, I came into a situation where Peyton Manning was there. Uh, Bob Sanders was still playing, Dwight Franey, Robert Mathis, uh, Reggie Wayne, right? And so uh, the culture was good. But um, from, my, from my experience, man, Colts, it, it's, it's not even close uh, uh, to compare to the other three. And, and, and now I will say the Dolphins have made strides, right? Uh, I think when, when I was with the Miami Dolphins, Reggie Bush was there. Uh, 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 Chad Haney was a quarterback, I want to say. Chad Haney was a quarterback. Brandon Marshall was like the number one wide out. Uh, Vontae Davis, uh, uh, Sean Smith, um, and uh, who else was there? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it, it's, you know, everything it depends on how, how well things are run from the top, and that kind of trickles down. And you can definitely feel that when you arrive at an organization, you kind of know just based off how things are run and, and just kind of how well they take care of, you know, not, not just of you physically, but mentally too. Um, uh, that's that definitely, um, could be a differentiating when it comes to teams. Yeah, I've I've, I've heard that from other players as well. It's just it, it really comes from the top down. Um, there was some comments from Vic, uh, a uh, Vic Fangio recently. Fangio, uh, yeah. uh, that he had issues with players. Well, he's currently not with the Dolphins. He is uh, rumored right. to go to the Eagles as a uh, defensive coordinator. But he said he had issues with players because. South Florida is a uh, huge place <laughs> to go out and have fun a lot. Um, would you concur with his comments saying that it's hard I, to get players down here? Oh, yeah. It, it, it was hard back in 2011 when I was in Miami, right? It, it, so it's still – and today there's more social media, more people know about things. Miami, you know, when I was playing here, there was no – I think I don't even think, think Brickle or Winwood even existed yet. You know what I'm saying? They weren't know. even like that yeah. back in 2011. They were just so. building up, I think. They were just building up. So, so guys now, you know, you know, South Beach used to be our place to go play at. And now guys, you know, some guys, you know, there, there's a plethora of different places you can go party at now. So, yes, it was a problem back then. And for sure, yeah, being in Miami is different, especially when you when you, you give a young cat, man, you know, 24, 25, 26-year-old, you know, 20, 30 million dollars in, in Miami. Yeah, it, it's, you know, football will kind of become second to everything else if you don't watch it. Yeah, it's quite something. Um before we head into tech, I want to ha- uh, want to hear your thoughts on Pete Manning. I know he's one of the greatest of all time. How was he in person? He was great. He was great, man. He was a, a big time jokester. 
uh, big time jokester, man. So what you uh, see but, in like the main cast is what you get. Oh, that, 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 that's what you get. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's certainly what you get. That, that's him, one hundred percent. You know, you know, outside of football, but on the football field, he's definitely dominant. Really outspoken leader, man. Like, like, like it, it was, it was surreal. Kind of sitting there, you know, uh, you know, obviously just being a, being a teammate of his, just watching how he operates. Definitely. Uh, you definitely pick things up from him, you know, on how to be, you know, an effective leader, what it looks like, man. Like, and so um, it, he was phenomenal. Uh, and and uh, I still remember most of the interactions we had, man, but he he was as advertised uh, in 100%. Yeah, Peyton Manning, definitely one of my favorite players. Tom Brady's up there as well. So, and glad he's uh, doing a lot of the Omaha production stuff uh, now <laughs> with ESPN. Now he's actually working with stuff with, uh, with, with, with Tom Brady, and I saw a clip on Instagram uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was surprised because you would think they don't like each other, but maybe they do. Maybe they are kind of friends off the field. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I think I think they're, they, there's mutual respect among, amongst both of them, right? Like I think they were. I mean, it had it not in, and I, I would certainly understand if they didn't like each other because it was only Tom Brady that kept Peyton Manning from winning more Super Bowls, right? Like, it, like it seemed like every year, man. New England was always in the AFC Championship game, and it was either you were you were kind of waiting on the Colts, but um, yeah, yeah, I totally understand it. They're two of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, I, I so I, I think Tom Brady's the goat, um, and then and then Peyton Manning's not too far behind him, but um, yeah, there was no better two uh, regular season or postseason. You know, obviously than Tom Brady, and then you know regular season and just overall what he brought to the table. You know, I, I still think Peyton Manning can go toe to toe with him. I just think you know Tom got in better situations, but Tom. Tom, Tom, Tom gets the he gets the award for the goat though. He gets to go to war for sure, for sure. Two great players, and uh, we'll see what they do in that new uh, movie or uh, feature. They're going to come out, I think, on Amazon or Apple TV. Amazon. Anyways, so after football, you got into tech, and you told me already before this uh, uh, um, this podcast that you got into two startups. Tell us a little bit about that uh, before we go into the big one that that you are working on right now. But first, let's go into right. that story. Yeah, man. So, yeah, like like I was saying earlier, bro, like I, I think I started investing in tech around 2013, 2014. So right after um, football, pretty much. Right after football. That's what I jumped into. Right. So tech, um, it was just fascinated with it, man. You know, I don't even know. bro. I, I, can't, I, can't, I don't even remember how I got into tech necessarily. Um, Were you watching I, a Gary Vee video? The, the what now? Gary Vee? Were you v? watching a Gary Vaynerchuk video? I, I don't remember what it was. I don't remember how, how it happened, but somehow, some shape, I'm in there. I'm investing small amounts of money first. And then I had a I had a big um, I don't want to say big, but for, for me it was a hundred and fifty thousand dollar investment that 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 bombed and then that kind of got me in it because I started understanding all all the different aspects of it and what it took. Um and man, uh, b- uh, before you knew it, I was in um um I was coding up apps, uh, bro, that were doing like, uh, you know, 30 grand a month in revenue uh, back in like 2014. I remember building a game called, uh, 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 it's called Smash Man. It was actually a Peyton Manning type game uh, that did well and got on TMZ and made, made some money, man. So that, that's kind of how I got into it. I think you probably can still look it up online too when I, when I did it. It was a TMZ article that really helped drive a bunch of downloads. Appreciate TMZ for that. Um, that helps. But, but that, it definitely, I mean, look, it, it, any good publicity, whatever publicity is good publicity, right? Um, so that's what got me into it, man. And then, um, you know, you know, I, I decided to go get some formal training, went to a boot camp. Uh, at the NFL actually paid for me to go to school. Shout out to the 
the NFLPA for, for doing that. Uh, and, and as they do with a lot of NFL former players, right. They'll, they'll, they'll help you continue your education and then became a full stack engineer, bro. Right. So there's, there's nothing at this point I couldn't build. Um, and so I just started hacking away uh, uh, and, and hack my way into uh, some, some, some different products or things I thought were going to the moon. And they obviously crashed and burned really quickly. <laughs> uh, but then, but then, you know, through that man, you know, started solving problems and, and, um, you know, worked my way to, to build a startup that eventually got, uh, we were able to raise some, some invest, some institutional dollars from, so from some, um, institutional investors. So, so, uh, about 20, I think 20, 2020, uh, came up with it, with a concept called Fansub, man, that was supposed to be a, uh, fan engagement platform, uh, for creators. Uh, and so, uh, built, um, you know, the mission state, you know, the mission, the vision, man, uh, everything behind it. Uh, and then, uh, built the MVP, um, started doing, uh, you know, so there was a streaming mechanism, the platform, uh, the pandemic was just hitting right. And so that really kind of helped catapult us off, off the ground. Like, you know, people couldn't necessarily attend events. And so through, through our platform, they were attending these, uh, events virtually. And they were actually, uh, you know, and, and on some occasions, some, some of our users were, uh, like, like hosting paper, they own paper on demand events, man. And so, uh, that got the attention, the, the attention of some investors, uh, out in T- Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, and before you know it, we had raised 70 K and then the next check that came in was 600. And then all of a sudden we looked up, we were almost 2 million in venture funding raised. Um, uh, and, uh, and it was a quite the experience, man. And, it, and, I, and that's almost been now what I think, I think it was a total of like three years. Uh, that we did it, man. Learned a lot of lessons. End up ultimately end up failing. At it, we we just didn't raise raise quite a bit, quite a bit of cash, man. Uh, to to actually keep it going. Um, and so we had, we ended up having to shut it down. Uh, uh some sometime around uh, mid mid year last year. Uh, but man, it, it was a uh, a hell of an experience, and actually uh, helped me segue into my uh my next the next startup I'm building, uh, which is a AI startup, bro. So um you know so so you know. Man, I've, I've done the corporate, uh, you know, engineering thing. I've done the startup engineering thing. I've done the the, the founder, went the founder route. Uh, you know, I bootstrap companies. I've raised venture. Uh, done it all, man. But obviously, uh, I hadn't done an AI startup yet, uh, which is some, which is right now is the the hottest, like the hottest industry in all of tech, right? Obviously, and so, um, it, yeah, man. I, I would say. Um, uh, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, the entire journey, you know, football, um, uh, you know, uh, giving me the the drive and, and the passion to actually, you know, challenge myself to do, to, to, to attempt to build some of the stuff that I'm attempting to build, man, I, I would not be an entrepreneur that I am today. Um, but, and, you know, and it, but then obviously, uh, you know, with the venture back company that we had, you know, building the team, man, you know, going the whole route, bro, like, you know, going from one person to 25 people was absolutely tremendous. Uh, and it set me up for uh for what i'm doing uh now uh you know uh, in an absolutely fantastic way so um yeah i can i could talk about um uh, you know you know what things were like uh all you know to to blow in the face but um uh it was an incredible experience man and i'm definitely looking forward to continuing to build right here in the miami area uh in, you know in the in the ai industry yeah uh uh, especially here in Miami. Uh, interesting that I did not know the NFLPA will uh, would help you out with your education. Yeah. That's something new that I've never knew about. I mean, I've always heard about the insurance thing, health, mm-hmm. and everything, but I did not know about continuing education. 
Uh, that's quite yeah, interesting um, yeah. about that. So artificial intelligence, those are uh, big keywords this past year. <laughs> uh, right. And that's how we first met uh, through this uh, Telegram group. Um, and obviously in the meeting with uh, with the whole uh, chat GPT uh, Tuesday's meetings, um, artificial yeah, intelligence is getting hot. Probably most of you guys of the uh, uh, most of the uh, uh, listeners use a chat GPT where you type in a prompt to answer your question. Uh, what did Abraham Lincoln eat for lunch? Things like that, or yeah. or how to code, or or also you could build me an image. Um, Brandon, how'd you get into artificial intelligence and now your current startup? Man, uh, so how did I get into it? I, I, I think just like everybody else did, uh, or, or most of us, us people that aren't uh, ML researchers, right? Playing with ChatGPT, dude, like just uh, was, was fascinated by the things that it could do, right? Um, and I think I, I got word of it around February. And I, I actually was remember being kind of mad at some of my co-founders because they didn't even tell me about it. So I so I feel like I was the last to catch it, but yeah, just playing around with it, man, like prompting, uh, and and just the thing that that it was able to generate was absolutely. I had never seen anything like it. And when it came to to coding, bro, like I, you know, you know, you know, a lot of devs know, you know, it, it, it obviously pays to have other seasoned senior engineers, uh, you know, yeah, uh, you know, companions or whatever you want to call it, people helping assist you in code. Uh, that's oftentimes sought out. You know, there's a lot of you know, for, for me, bro, there was a lot of, you know, in my development process, Stack Overflow, GitHub, all this stuff. And what ChatGPT did for engineers, man, is like give you your own, uh, you know, development assistant, essentially. Like no, no longer are the days where we have to go search for code or, 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 or do boilerplate things, right? Like now you can do things that would have taken you months doing, you can do that in, in hours or days, right? And so, that is how I got into it, like, you know, using ChatGPT li to, to literally help me do, uh, help me build my startup, like help me, you know, to help build mobile apps uh, and, and not just, you know, not just uh, bare bones stuff, but really complex processes, like a lot of data, a lot of deep data stuff. And so, uh, so I saw the power of it, um, Santiago, like literally saw the power of it. And then, you know, just by, by being in every day, man, hearing different things, I, I just started thinking about. Uh, other ways, other problems that AI, you know, that could that AI uh, could 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 solve, and and I just naturally, um, you know, at the you know, we were kind of at the end of our runway for our current startup, and 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 I wanted, you know, I was looking, you know, so AI can obviously produce uh, text really well, uh, and then I think around what was it around around uh, like Q four last year they they introduced the multimodal stuff, right? Uh, it's a chat GPT war, uh, the vi division preview model. Uh, and that kind of um, made my brain go haywire. I'm like, well, if it can obviously see stuff and this and that, you know, you know, you know, I, I got this, I, I have this powerful design uh, code assistant. Well, where is the design assistant? Uh, like, where is somebody to help me generate UI? Right? Like, I'm like, what if, what if I didn't have to go to a, a, a Wix or, or, or go hire a UX designer uh, for high-end, you know, high-end UI, right? What if, what if AI can do this in five minutes? Something that it may take forever, forever doing. Because, and I, and I'd say too, one of the reasons our startup, you know, we, we, you know, we think we failed, uh, and, and where we know we failed because we couldn't ship fast enough, right? So, you know, in the whole process, developers have to obviously build, you know, at a certain speed. You're waiting on designs of the whole SDLC process. So, uh, it, you know, 
So the problem became, how can we speak this, this thing up and not waste a lot of time? And so that's where the idea for Centara came up, right? And so Centara uh, is a AI-powered platform that transforms spoken words into professional UI design. So uh, imagine, uh, just like you're sitting there talking to a seasoned UI, UI designer, uh, uh, we we have built a model that allow you to speak in the same manner, and then it'll take your spoken input uh, and turn it into UI design. So, um, and, and yeah, here we are now. I didn't even know you were going to the site, man. Um, yeah, so so that that was the inspiration, and what you're seeing on the screen right now, man, was actually a the the entire web uh, layout design you see right here uh, on your screen, Santiago. That was designed using AI. Wow, I did not know. Uh, yeah, man. That <laughs> so, how did you come uh, come up with the name Centara? So I, I, I'll I'll tell you, man. I just be honest. Like I used AI to come up with everything that you see on the screen. No like, way. The, the, the the logo, the name, the copy, every single thing you see. Like obviously, obviously the you know the SVG icons in the on top right corner, the social ones they they weren't, but everything else you see right here. The copy, it, it literally everything, even the background image, Santiago, was generated by uh... AI. Wow, incredible. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously, you know, ChatGPT could do everything, but I'm just, uh, but, but like you and I, uh, well, me specifically started to learn that maybe not everything actually, because there's certain no, niche things. Anything. I just went to a meet on Tuesday, Brandon, and uh, this one guy. Uh, was doing a learning model for a mm -hmm. Pacific law firm, and they could right. know, look at the cases and what's the status and what could possibly be happening down the road. Yeah. Uh, but you got into a niche as well. You said that yeah, they can give you the code, but not much design. Uh, so right. can you tell us, you know, what is, what do you think the outcome will be with this, and who will use it, and uh, things like that. Yeah. So. Um... So let's start with who will use it. So startup, startups and entrepreneurs, small businesses, they, they, they will be the first users. So, and I can even go a, a little more in debt. Um, and so uh, particularly uh, folks uh, that don't come from a UX background or UI background, right? They will be the people that find this more, the most useful. And also other entrepreneurs like you and myself who, who understand, you know, what, what UI is and how important it is, but may not have the time to, to, to uh, uh, time or resources, uh, money, right? To sit down and be able to afford, you know, you know, uh, UI that kind of meets the bar of where today's technology thinks things things should be like, look like, and feel like. And so those will those will be that that's who we're who who we are target. Who that that's essentially who we're targeting, Santiago. No, that no, that's great. And like you were saying, like I'm not. Yes, I um have Photoshop, but I'm not the best mm -hmm. designer. And right, I don't have right. the eye for it, you know, put those lines, the dividers and little small details like that. But with this right. AI, it has the capability of helping you out and designing right. uh, stuff for, for that stuff. So yeah. how is the process going on now? When do you think be launch? Uh, any yeah. idea? Yeah. So, so man, we're in the process of building um, the model now, right? So the model, the model, I'll give you an update up till the, so right now we're doing we're finishing model architecture, right? And so this will be like my third version of 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 like iteration on the architecture. And so it's a multimodal model, and it is a iterative process. Um, Santiago, like you know, it, it's it's uh, I, out I, of I, all that. And I want to give a heads up to everyone. Brandon's coding in uh, like all this himself, right? Yeah. So I'm calling it Python. Yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. So 
So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a full stack engineer. This, um, I, I know a plethora of languages. And yes, I'm calling all this myself, just like I did in my other startup, like, right? Uh, you know, every startup that I built, gotten funded, I built myself. And so this one um, is, is uh, just the same, right? But, but it's different, right? This is, this is definitely different from our normal, you know, React type stuff that we be doing or, or Node or JavaScript. Um, and so it's been challenging, man, but it's a really refining industry. I've never had to build a tool to help the other tool, essentially. And so, you know, there's a lot of extraction in this process. There's a lot of data set building. And, and Centaur is only as good as, as the data sets that, 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 we're built, that we're building and using. And so we had to build a tool to actually build the data sets first. Uh, and 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 in building it, I use I use Open uh, API's API, and as well as Google Google Gemini Pro's API. And I would tell people to take advantage of that one because it's still free right now. Uh, if you if you knew better, but when it came for when it you know when it comes to annotations, right, annotating labeling data, uh, it, though that is how we built our data sets. And I won't uh, uh, hesitate with how to do it. I think more devs should take advantage of it. But, but man, but it's been really iterative to uh, Santiago, like a lot of. A lot of learning lessons, and I can definitely say that ChatGPT four has been the workhorse that has helped guide me through the process, right? Of how of how to build this model, right, and how to go about testing them uh, in a relatively short time frame. So I wouldn't say you know I'm an expert at this at, at all. It, it's it's been a really iterative process in getting it, but I knew from the start, you know, that the power, you know, with what we were trying to do, you know, trying to build a a generative UI model. Uh, that the model was was everything in 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 this project, uh, you know, like the voice to to text stuff, kind of at this point is trivial. There are APIs out there for that, right? And so, you know, you know, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, make sure that that you know the MVP we at least had, uh, you know, a, 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 a V one that that did what we said it was was going to do. And so, uh, it's been a lot of. Um, in, in the beginning, man, it was a lot of like uh, faking it, and now now we're we're transitioning to actually making it and actually doing it. And so I would say I I probably give it a another month, probably March first date that it'll, wow. that 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 the first one will be released. Yeah, like like literally the models we're going through refinement right now uh, uh, of the model. Uh, it's uh, you know we're we're in the iterative steps, like making you know fine tuning it, making sure everything's um, uh, 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 it fits. Uh, because this is a model that generates JSON, right? This this does not generate images. This is a, a, a JSON gener generative model. And then that JSON is then converted into what we know as a website. And, you know, but to the user, it, it's deemed a design. And so uh, just a little bit about how it works, man, and where we are in the process. But I would say we're about another 30 days from, from actually me showing you its capabilities. That's really exciting. And, you know, the... One of the key words you said uh, was learning models. That's something that is uh, uh, pretty much involved in the back end when it comes to uh, artificial intelligence, chat GPT, and now Centara. Um, yeah. so, so, Brandon, what is the best way to for people to find out about Centara and how can they uh, get more information once it's released? Yeah, man. So I would say right now to, to keep up all the updates, go go to the Centaur AI, man, and, and make sure you sign up for the wait list. Um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll be updating people weekly um, from from this Monday on. You, you'll get weekly updates, and then uh, follow follow any of the social accounts because uh, we're at, we're actually active on tw uh, Twitter or, or X now, as they as they as they call it, uh, Instagram, and I think TikTok too. So follow socials, man, um, uh, and then obviously sign up for the wait list again, and then. Um, and then, and then we may shock people, and then actually release some, release 
uh, something uh, maybe maybe sooner, uh, depending on how how things go, man. But you know, like like you know, that would be the best way for people to to follow up, and then um, uh, and then reach out to me directly uh, if anybody has any questions. I can be uh, found on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, or Instagram, or and obviously in our AI. Uh, uh, Telegram channel as well, man. Uh, big, big props to, to to for for you reaching out as well, Santiago. Uh, uh, salute to you, man, for doing it. Yeah, you know it's funny because I hardly meet people that are into sports and tech, and Brandon, you're one of them. So I <laughs> yeah. was really blessed, and we were talking and all that. Uh, so, what is your Twitter account and your other uh, social media accounts so people can find? Yes, you? yeah. So, uh, um, so my Twitter account is Brandon King four seven eight seven. You can find me on there. Uh, and then uh, my Instagram, I think, is bking underscore seven. Uh, those are the primary two that I use. And then obviously, you can go search me on LinkedIn and, and, and just it's just straight Brandon King. Uh, uh, connect with me on there too, man. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, uh, super friendly dude, man. I, I, you know, I don't mind sharing knowledge. And and, and I've been trying to be more uh, have a more public building approach with with, with what I'm doing. You know, I, I want people to understand. Uh, that anybody can technically do this. I, I think we're on the cusp of, of seeing one man teams that can build multi million dollar platforms. Uh, you know, with, you know, with AI assisting you uh, in what you're building. So I, I think, um, you know, and not that you even asked me for my thought on that, but I just think I, you know, because I'm doing it. Like I'm, I'm literally doing it myself. It, it's not perfect, uh, and it's definitely not the uh, the the. I would say it, it's uh, something that you can do forever. But at least in the initial stages, so you you know you, you put some sweat sweat equity in. I you know man, I, I think everyday users are about to be able to harness the power power AI to 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 break into the tech the tech or SaaS market uh, here probably in the next two years. Yeah, uh, that's something that I've been encouraged to do. I, um, um, I've had a few clients approach me about learning models and and like artificial intelligence. I definitely want to get in, yeah. uh, on the ball with that. Um, and now that you told me some tools how to do it, so. Uh, definitely yeah. want to get into that. Before we go, Brandon, Super Bowl is coming up in a week between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have yeah. returned, uh, I think, for the fourth time, I think, um, or more. Has it been for? Has it been for? Is this, is this their fourth, fourth time? Four fifth time. Definitely more than four or more. But yeah, it's. Yeah. Playoff Mahomes, this is a different Chiefs team. They're not winning as what they did before, but they're winning with their defense. Uh, Niners, of course, have always been contenders these past couple of years as well. Actually, the Chiefs and Niners have been consistent these past couple of years. They they, they, they have. <laughs> so who do you think will win the Super Bowl coming up soon? Uh, man, you know, I, I so I picked the kids. I, I picked against KC last week. So let me, I'll just come out and say I'm a, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. So, so I, I, I I still feel a certain type of way right now. I, I hadn't been able to turn ESPN or or Fox on to watch any anything because I just can't take what I, I can't take what's being said because I can't I can't believe we, we lost the game. So um, I picked against Pat Man. Then and, and I know Patrick Mahomes he's the best player in the league, best quarterback uh, that we've seen since Tom Brady. And and in some aspects, I think he's better than Tom Brady. Um, so I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna yeah he is. I think I think talent for, like talent wise. Uh, you know, and then looking at where they were in the trajectory, you know, in the length of their careers, you know, six years in, Pat's already been to six AFC championship games. Um, uh, he's played in uh, his, this is about to be his fourth Super Bowl. That's unheard of. And, and we're talking about the National Football League. So uh, and, he's I, under 30. Not, and he's under 30, bro. And, and and he's mobile and he can throw it. He's got a laser rocket arm. Like, ah, he, he you know, I, 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 
you know, I, I you know, I, I make the comparison that he's he's football Steph Curry. Like that's how that's how he's like a magician with the ball in his hand, and so he doesn't miss. Uh, he doesn't miss, and 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 obviously he showed me and my Baltimore Ravens again last Sunday that he that, that even with you know the the weaker team, he's still such a dynamic player that he can go into anywhere and win win ball games, and so. Uh, I'd be a fool to pick against Patrick, and so now you you know who I'm gonna pick. I'm picking KC to win it, and Pat to win is I think third Super Bowl, right? Probably third Super Bowl, probably probably second or third Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I agree. I'm going for the Chiefs. All my friends picked uh, Mahomes, like uh, picked uh, against him three times. They said I'm not gonna pick him for the for the fourth time in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I feel more confident with the Chiefs, but you never know with these games. They're kind of topsy turvy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things, a lot of variables could happen. Nervousness, halftime show issues, whatever. So, I mean, I mean, and there's a lot. And then, and then, San Fran could wake up on 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 the you know right side of the bed that that Sunday, and and because they they still are the more talented team, right? You know, I think I think more people are just you know, especially after seeing what Kansas City did to Baltimore, with how how good Baltimore was. There's just no like going into Baltimore M&T Bank, doing what they did to that team. That was. You know that 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 should have solved any and everybody about what they're capable of doing, and so you know, with that in mind, it's, it's like over, you know, it's like overbearing. It's not even a thought that you know, if San Francisco wins, they win, bro. But I, I we're picking KC. They're just too Patrick's just too dynamic. The dynasty is ringing in the Kansas City Chiefs echo chambers. Anyways, uh, visit Brandon sites hentera.ai. Check out his stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's really innovative. Brennan, mm-hmm. any closing words before we head off? No, uh, no, man. Um, you know, we, we're we um, – I appreciate you having me on. As far as Centaur, we're, we're looking for ML, AI researchers, engineers, anybody sees this, uh, wants to be wants to tag along or is interested in what we're doing, feel free to reach out um, to me on socials or LinkedIn, man. We're definitely looking to to, to grow the team. Uh, we're, we're at a pivotal point to where we, we pretty much know things are – or, or things are on the up and up and looking really good as far as like what we're doing with it. So um, uh, again, though, thank you for having me on Santiago. Uh, it's been a pleasure, man, conversing with you, talking football and tech, and and I look forward to being on the show again, man. Brendan, I appreciate you coming. <laughs>